Welcome back to the City Current Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Park. We're always honored to bring you inspiring stories of individuals and organizations making a difference and powering the good. And we love talking about mind, body, and spirit, mental health, and so much more. We're honored to be joined by Sacred Walker, founding CEO of Kumba Health International Coaching Institute. How are you doing, Sacred? Jeremy, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to touch base with everyone today. How are you? Doing very well. This is a a great topic, a very important topic and timely topic indeed. Let's start out with a little bit of your personal backstory and what led you to this space. Absolutely. Well, interestingly enough, one of the many touch points includes Tennessee. I was actually walking through the Cumberland Mountains about 10 years ago, I was in AmeriCorps, and um, we were a part of building uh, the extension of the trail there way before I entered into the space of mental health, ministry, or any of those things. And so I had the biggest revelation about how much the power of mindfulness could have and how sometimes grounding in nature in the midst of doing some powerful work could really transform your life. And so from there came Kumba Health. I ended up going into getting my master's degree in mental health counseling as an interfaith minister and executive coach. And it's kind of spilled over from there. And so coming from a Jamaican background and moving through Cumberland Mountains, what a, what a, what a history, right? So I'm so glad that Tennessee was really a part of that inspiration. Absolutely. And so obviously a variety of experiences, but all of that comes to bear with being able to help individuals. And so talk about what you do. Absolutely. So I'm fortunate to work with those who are helpers in the world. They're working in the health, human service, entertainment. They're the executives. They're the ones who are holding the weight of the world on their shoulders. And oftentimes people don't know, but 52%, 52% of people are impacted by burnout and much more don't even know what it is. So that number must be so much higher. And so I have individuals who come to me and are powerhouses in the world, but are feeling like they're kind of missing some pizzazz in their purpose. And they don't want it to impact their family. They're family oriented. They want to be able to communicate clearly. And they're noticing that they're stressed out. And so in working with me, they begin to feel clearer, more confident, more purposeful again. Their families are grateful, right? Because now they're not feeling like they're on their last E every time they're in in interaction. And they're able to really bring out their visions in new and bold ways. And so now we've been working for over a decade on making an impact. And it's so blessed. I'm so blessed to be able to do this work. You mentioned that not many people know how to define burnout. So how do you define burnout? (laughs) That's a very good question. So I'm Caribbean and I know that you all in Tennessee also have hot peppers, right? So I want to give an analogy for a moment because I need some time for it to feel, feel practical and real. So in the Caribbean, my family, the men would come together and they would put, um, we have something called scotch bonnet peppers in their mouth. And they would hold it the longest to see who was the most manly. That was a thing that they would do. And then whoever would last the longest would be like the one that could hold it. Well, burnout is similar to that. Sometimes we don't even know that there's our body is overheating. Sometimes we don't even know because we're so trained to push through. We're trained to be on. We're trained to power through. And so it's kind of like the last man standing in that competition. We feel like, oh my gosh, we made it. And all of a sudden we have indigestion, we have high blood pressure, we have headaches. And we're like, but wait a minute, I made it with the, with the hot pepper in my mouth, I'm the winner, right? But what happens when our body breaks down and our healthcare is impacted, our family is impacted, they're taking care of us as caregivers because they didn't know that heart disease that was popping up 
or that stomach ache was actually rooted in burnout. And so sometimes they can be red flags early that if we tune in and we don't ignore the pain, we can catch it early. And that's kind of a, if we think of a hot, hot pepper in your mouth, not pushing through, but taking it out before it gets too hot, that's a way to kind of catch it early. And I think for leaders, to your point, you you go, you go, 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 and you realize, wait a second, I can't give what I don't have. I have to learn how to recharge. I have to learn how to find maybe balance isn't the right word, but harmony, like, you know, you've got to find these opportunities because otherwise your team is leaning on you and uh, you are the the one that's setting the culture, role modeling, expectation, all of these things. And so you've got to learn how to, just like you're saying, identify burnout, understand it, and how do you recharge? So where do you like to begin when you're sitting down with someone and you're trying to assess where they are and if they're going through burnout and how to get them recharged, like where do you like to start that process? Yeah. So it, it varies, right? So if you are an executive like me who, you know, we have a team that's grown over the years, um, that is an international team and you are holding many people, we might first look at the team. You know, what would you say other people are saying about you? Do you feel like you are a driver? You are an expressive? What is your leadership style? What's going on there? And do you feel like you are working at your optimal capacity? Are you someone that holds a lot and it's hard to delegate? Maybe there's some family history there not about not knowing how to let other people support you as well as you supporting others. If you're noticing maybe it's popping up in family, then we might do an assessment in that area. What's happening with your kids? Are you feeling like you don't have enough time to spend with them? Are you feeling like your loved one is saying, oh my gosh, you've been a lot more short lately. You know, really doing that emotional inventory so that we can help you, you know, achieve that emotional freedom that you really long for. You know, it's interesting. Many people don't know that play actually helps your brain. Every Friday, I've been doing it for years, I will take myself on what I call my DYOD, my discovering my own divinity. I'll become my own best friend. And it helps to re re remove these uh, stressors in your body. So then from there, you have more space to be able to have higher brain functioning so that you can think more clearly. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I just got that money idea. I've been spreading myself doing 10 things, but this one thing will help me scale, right? So in there, in that emotional inventory, you can discover that thing that is gonna take you to that next level. How has the pandemic uh, not necessarily changed the conversation, but added a whole new, a whole new dynamic to this conversation in the sense that you, you know, at the first part, it's like, you don't really know what to do. And then as we're coming out of it, there's still kind of this lag of, I kind of feel some clarity, but not really I'm burned out because I've been going through what feels like quicksand for so long. How has the pandemic, you know, added a new dynamic to these sort of conversations? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we don't want to take away from the fact that the pandemic has impacted so many people emotionally, financially, spiritually, right? That that has been a very strong strain on our country locally and nationally. And in my work with the governor's office, Department of Health, et cetera, we've seen that impact, right? Whether you are working from home or on the front lines, we've seen that impact. And for those of us who are in business, we've had to pivot, right? This has been a year of resilience. If you made it through as a business owner, meaning that you left the business feeling even somewhat profitable, you had to try to find your way, right? And so what I think this pandemic has taught us is that we are stronger as a country than we know, but how to now face ourselves, right? This is an amazing time as we shift to go, when I was still, 
at home and could not leave the house, who was I and did I like the person I looked in the mirror at? Who was I? Was I feeling pensive because I couldn't stay at that velocity? Was I recognizing that maybe that thing I thought was my passion had changed? Was there something that made me realize, oh my gosh, I had more time to connect with those I love and now I'm going back to the new normal and I miss it, right? People discovered a different kind of quality of life, right? And people began to pay more attention to their pain because they couldn't get away from it. So I wanna say that if you are feeling things in your body that you didn't know was, were there, this is a good thing, right? This is a good thing. I know it sounds like the complete opposite. It's kind of like, oh my gosh, I had that pepper in my mouth and I can feel it now. It's like, that's the time to reach out and go, you know what, it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't mean I'm weak. It doesn't mean I'm not a powerhouse. It means that I'm gonna take the mask away, heal what's underneath and put it back so that I can go ahead and spearhead forward. I, I like the idea of becoming more self-aware, like you're talking about, and understanding, okay, this is where the pain points are coming from. But also too, like you said, taking off the mask and realizing it's okay to seek help. I think that's probably one of the biggest pieces of the equation is breaking down the stigma of mental health and realizing that these sort of conversations need to happen. Instead of hiding them, opening up the access and saying, hey, I am struggling and that's that's okay. That's great. That's what we need more of, especially for leaders is to open up and be more vulnerable because then it shows others, hey, I can be vulnerable too and go out and seek the help that I actually need. Yes. Share a little bit when it comes to, you know, opening the access and becoming more self-aware as someone does that, obviously reaching out to you is a big piece of that in terms of helping them navigate through then. But my point is, as you become more self-aware, it becomes a little bit more scary. Like, okay, now I know I've got this pain. What do I do with it? Where do I go as those next steps to start taking the, the healing journey? Yes, no, absolutely. That's a very good question. So um, many practices don't always include that mind, body, spirit approach. And so that's where it gets tricky, right? Is that sometimes you might go to the doctor and they're like, wait a minute, this thing, we don't know why you've been having this heavy heart. You know, there's nothing really there. Or you have this migraine that go, won't go away or you're having trouble sleeping. You know, those can be just as much. Maybe it's not necessarily that you're feeling like, oh, your life is kind of shutting down because that's what people think of. They think of mental health, they go shut down and more of the extreme. What's really brilliant and powerful as executives we are built for this, right? So we get to model to our team members, whether you are a team of one or whether you're a team of hundreds, we get to model when you are just noticing that your body's giving you a sign, what do you do? And so what I would say is that if you are at that phase where you can model that for your team, great. You can teach them how to be vulnerable, how to have hard conversations, right? How to open up and, and be able to say, this is, how, this is what I'm struggling with, what's next? You can reach out to us here at Kumba Health. You know, that's a way to really be able to do a deeper dive. Anyone who reaches out to me on Facebook and ask sacred, A-S-K-S-A-C-R-E-D, or on Instagram, and you send us an email, I'm going to go ahead and send you a special gift because I want to make sure that I get to love on you because I see mental health as a self-love commitment. And uh, we're actually going to be doing a mastermind on this where we're going to help people to really do, and I'm going to take a look because I'm in my 40s now and sometimes my thoughts forget, and my design team will get me if I don't mention this, that we're going to help people discover 
explore and experience the transformation on this three-day mastermind. Because we recognize that sometimes you just want to connect in community. Maybe you're, you're, you're high functioning and we want to be able to help you to uncover what's happening, to heal some generational blocks because it didn't start with you. And then you can step into that vision of your excellence, right? It doesn't mean that you're weak. It actually means that you're powerful because you're being vulnerable, right? So we're just kind of reframing this language out of the pandemic. So definitely, if you reach out and ask sacred, we'll be happy to help send you a gift. Um, and then I'll actually throw in, we have something called the pleasure principle that I, that I uh, created that helps you to find joy in the midst of stress, to spot it, right? We can help you spot it and transform it in the moment. So I'll go ahead and send that to you if you reach out as well. I love it. That's awesome. Talk about nature because you mentioned this was a, yes. a pivotal, integral part of your journey. And so talk about nature and using nature to find joy and harmony. Absolutely. Absolutely. So nature has really shown up. And so as I was mentioning, everything from the Cumberland Mountains, I just came back from Detroit. We were walking alongside the beautiful river there, you know, seeing the beautiful um, lakes there out here in New York. We have some beautiful nature. So nature is a way that what's really powerful about the way that trees grow. So in high school, I was an environmental science major before I stepped into mental health. And the way that trees work is that they grow upwards, but their roots are actually so much deeper than the height of the tree. And they interconnect underground. So if one tree is drying out, they'll send water under the roots to the other ones that need it. And at the end, all the trees are nourished, right? So how powerful is that for the symbol of how nature is treating us and teaching us how to take care of ourselves. So maybe if I go out for a walk, I get still for a moment and I ask myself, what has been on my heart? And I wait for the answer. One of the biggest gifts that I've gotten is going out and writing letters to my future self. Take a moment, center yourself. You can sit on the ground. If you're a fashionista like me and sometimes you wanna sit in a chair, that's okay too, right? Clutch your pearls, whatever you need to do. But get out there and center yourself for a moment and ask your heart, what is missing? And then write a letter to your future self. Not as if you are putting in things that don't work because that's not going to call in clarity, right? Right? I say a, cl a cloudy mind doesn't see clearly, right? Write a letter to your future self as if it's happened already and say, thank you. And even if you don't know how to get there, the strategy Kumba Health, we can help with, right? The emotional blocks, the family history that told you you couldn't, so the naysayers or the inner critic, we can help you build that community. But just for a moment, write that letter to your future self, put it in your pocket, and then just trust it as you walk out. And that can be a way to just sink in for a moment, right? And then continue forward. And you can make it a solo walk, or you can do it in the community of others, bring the kids out, bring the partner out, right? That quality time that you've been longing for can literally within 15 minutes change your life. Yeah. Wrap up with words of encouragement. When you look at finishing out this year strong, looking ahead into 2023, give us some words of encouragement. Absolutely, absolutely. So today we are seeing a nation that is really longing to deepen love and sometimes struggling with that. And I see emotional and mental health as being a connection to that. So if you take some time today and as we're talking go, oh my gosh, this feels like it resonates. This feels like it's sinking in, but I've been really struggling and it's been hard to admit. I want you to know that that is love inside of you calling. Like that is love, 
right? And so for you right now to say, I'm committed to loving on me and modeling that for me, for my team, that's the legacy that you're building on, right? Because people remember, people remember the product that you, you created. They remember your service, but they remember how you treated them. They remember how you treated them. So the more that we can love on ourselves, the more that we can show up and build that legacy of, I want to be that model. I want to be that model for how people see me and see that I built a legacy based on how I showed up in the world. So stay encouraged, right? We're all moving through it, but we're going to get there, right? Put self-love first. It'll make a difference. Absolutely. Finish up with website, social media. You mentioned it before, but go ahead and uh, mention it again is where do we go to connect in and carry this conversation forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you are an Instagrammer, um, if you are like the reels and the stories, <laughs> then please do go ahead and connect with me at at ask sacred, literally as if you're asking me a question and my first name, S-A-C-R-E-D. If you are more into Facebook, you can connect with me there in the same way. I'm also found at sacredwalker.net. Feel free to, you know, message me. Let me know what you thought of today. Let me know what resonated for you. I want to hear more. You know, those are ways that you can absolutely connect and be able to move forward. And if the mastermind really speaks to you, if you've been longing for community, you're done with this isolation and you're ready to really build powerfully together, that's what we're going to be doing. I'm searching for the unicorn executives out there who are saying, self-love is my way. Let's go. So let's go ahead and help you to thrive together. I'm so excited to be here on your show, Jeremy. Thank you for the powerful work you do in having me on. It's been a gift. Well, I greatly appreciate it. And thank you for all you do to power the good as well. So thank you for coming on the show, Sacred. Absolutely. All right. Signing off. See you next time. <laughs>